this feels weird. Oh, I guess I know, we're good. Yeah. <laughs> we can do whatever we want. All right. Hey, little, 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 little. Uh, <laughs> keeping it in. Keeping it in. Oh, damn it. <laughs> Welcome to a spoiler pod on The Batman 2022 edition because we've had a lot of Batman, <laughs> Batman movies. Batman that movies. one Batman movie that we're about to spoil. <laughs> one Batman movie. Just this one. And it is Batman Forever. I'm not kidding. Um, <laughs> we haven't done one of these in a while, Sean. We haven't. I looked up the last spoiler pod we did, and um, I looked it up, and since then I've forgotten what it was that we did. Was um, it Venom? Why do I feel like it was Venom? I think it was Venom. That seems right. Oh. Uh, hmm. Yeah. Anyway, we are talking about the much-anticipated uh, new release, The Batman, that, as we were just joking before we popped on here, uh, no other movie wanted to touch, so there's really like nothing else playing except for Sundance hits that are getting dropped in limited theaters this weekend <laughs> and fresh on Hulu. Which limited theaters and streaming, which yeah, is just, right? yeah, like man, oh man. We are uh, here to discuss this turn of events with the Batman. It's uh, a, a film where a killer is methodically working his way through notable Gotham figures and leaving clues behind, uh, aka the Riddler. Batman works to uncover the identity of the murderer while finding that all roads in the city of Gotham lead back to the influential Wayne family. Sean, let's start off with you because I, you and I, people need to know that you and I don't really talk about how we feel about movies until we get to the podcast uh, with rare exception. Uh, and I saw your review today and I just want to start with your perspective on uh, the Caped Crusader. So um, I uh, very, very, very much liked this movie. Um, I am uh, notoriously uh, known for having uh, quite the small bladder. And so the three-hour runtime uh, scared me quite a bit. So I didn't drink water four days before this movie. <laughs> and uh, I was able to make it through almost. And I did. Yes, I did. I had to pee towards the end. So when they were both like departing on my motorcycles in other ways, I was like, okay, come on, come on, come on, come on. Um, <laughs> Um, that being said, I'll start off with that's my probably my one slight, slight issue with this movie is that you didn't have to make it about three hours long. This yeah. could have been a good two and a half two fifteen. 15. Um, there are moments where I feel like they were trying to fit in several different plot lines, which granted Batman movies have kind of always done. So if we're going to crap on it here, we got to crap on it everywhere. But um it felt a little bit uneven there was a moment where um well I, this is a spoiler pod so uh when uh, they take down carmen carmine falcone i was like oh cool the movie's wrapping up and i look at my watch and it's like another hour i was like oh shit okay wait no okay they're doing more now yeah um, and then he goes and like is talking to the riddler and stuff and i'm like oh okay like we we still have to wrap this up <laughs> yeah but it, but then like it does after i step uh stepped back from it for a while i was like okay, that does sort of work. Like, it did sort of work. While I was watching it, it definitely felt uneven. The pacing, a lot of people were uh, commenting on the pacing. I think the pacing does have its issues. I will give it that. I don't think the there are issues that sink the movie um, or sink Gotham. I, uh, um, and I, I think that, like, that part of it was my probably one issue. On the other hand, I'll look at this the other way now on my praises. Man, did Matt Reeves have fun director matt reeves had he just said he was given so much and i forgot about matt reeves and how much fun he has in action movie roles this took me back to the planet of the apes movies this took me back to how he handles camera angles which 
like actually made me scared of heights. I felt like an idiot at moments when he's like walking down the building on the uh, on the ground. That was so cool, by the way. <laughs> he changes the angle, and I scream for a second. <laughs> and friend of the pod, Matt, kind of looks at me like, "What the hell's wrong with you?" I'm like, "Did you just see that?" <laughs> like, like, it was a great moment. Um, and there were just like all of these great moments that he had like a lot of fun with between the lighting, the camera angles. Matt Reeves is just such a great director of franchises. We don't say that enough where it's yeah. like, you know, he knows how to make something with a franchise into, oh boy, I'm going to sound pretentious, like an art film. But he does that here where this is this like gumshoe 1940s Humphrey Bogart fatalist movie flip, switching to like a 90s David Fincher serial killer movie. And like there's all of those like levels to it that are great. Um, I want to shout out these performances because I remember when, um, you know, John Turturro was announced as Carmine Falcone. I forgot about it because I thought it was so such lunacy. And then when he shows up, I, I giggle for a second and I'm like, oh, he's sort of nailing this. The yeah. sleaze ball, the sinister, like I've never seen him kind of like tap into these levels before. Obviously, Colin Farrell. I mean, is he makeup acting? Maybe. Um, but is he also kind of like making a campy meal of it? Yep. And that's Oswald Cobblepot. That scene when they're uh, interrogating him, when Jeffrey Wright's uh, Gordon <laughs> and Batman are interrogating him, was the best back and forth. And that's when I was like, this is why they're giving Colin Farrell the Penguin series. Like, mm -hmm. right here is it. Because he balanced that humor and that menacing uh, presence so well. You, there's a lot of times where the villains are above Batman and Commissioner Gordon. There are a lot of times. But never in an interrogation. It's always like Batman and Commissioner Gordon are the, the head honchos in that situation. They're the ones that are running the show. They got it great. They looked like absolute fools. Yeah. And it was so much fun to sort of see them start to stumble. And, oh, my God, Oswald Cobblepot's getting a win while he's being tied up and he's just acting goofy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, the other, like, I mean. What let's let you know what I'm 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 sort of passing the ball to you because I I'm take, talking up too much because but I like going back and forth about yep. the other performances. How are we feeling about Dano? I, yeah, okay, yeah. So here's where I, <laughs> I had I had problems with two characters, three ultimately, um, but two that I want to focus on because one is I think performance based, the other is writing. Dano, I liked. Um, but I feel like we didn't get much Dano and the way that the Riddler is portrayed the entire movie is kind of like this menacing figure in the, the background of, uh, of Gotham and like pulling the strings and all that. But then when he is revealed, it takes a really quirky, strange, uh, I'm trying to think of a good comparison to another, uh, another performance, but just takes a weird, weird turn. Like I'm thinking about the, well, again, this is a spoiler pod. So you're about to get a major spoiler um, when they're teasing the Joker, which I thought was unnecessary here. Oh. And um, they, the way that Paul Dano's uh, Paul Dano was playing the character at that point, I was like, what is going on? He's just kind of off the wall. And it just felt like a very different, um, a different direction than had been set up the entire time. Now, I also feel like we didn't get much of Robert Pattinson mm. like we could have because we didn't get much Bruce Wayne in this movie. We mm. got 95% Batman. So I do not disagree that Robert Pattinson did a great job as Batman. I really like him, and I liked him when he was cast. I thought he was going to be great for this type of Batman, and I still agree. What I have said, and this goes for every negative 
uh, comment that I'll make about this movie is this is foundational for me. I think there's a lot more that I want to see them explore. They laid or planted a lot of seeds, laid the groundwork for a lot of things I want to see coming up that I think are going to be great. And I think maybe, you know, if they are planning another movie or a third, or like if they go three movies or whatever, it's going to kind of be like, not to make this comparison, but I will, like the the most recent three Star Wars movies where it was like, well, let's wait until the end to evaluate. Now, that didn't turn out well um, <laughs> because they were all very different movies. But, you know, like Lord of the Rings, right? Lord of the Rings is a great series. All three of them do something for the story. That's kind of what I want to see here because we got a lot of the background on the, the, the families in Gotham, whether it's the Waynes or the Arkhams and all of that. So I, I'm, I'm interested to see where things go and how they develop Robert Pattinson's Batman in the future. Um, because honestly, I didn't get much emotion from him until... He's with Dano in uh, yeah. interrogating him when he's I, like slamming into the the thing. <laughs> I really, really loved the. Um, I, I I love your take on the fact that we're like it was ninety five percent Batman and only a little bit of Bruce Wayne, and I sort of love that. That's that was almost their goal in the sense that uh, Bruce Wayne himself does not want to be Bruce Wayne. He yeah. only wants to be Batman. That guy is going out all night like and he like when he's just like you have to meet with an accountant for like a small breakfast he's like, rah, rah, rah. <laughs> like he just doesn't <laughs> want to do it um the first time we officially get basically officially see him as full-blown bruce wayne is at that memorial service and that was like i mean okay awkward. now i'm, I'm gonna be awkward i and i loved it i i loved this bruce wayne for that kind of stuff where you see him going and he first of all he doesn't know how to be a person He's never, he rarely is a person. You, you don't see him, you, you look at him and he's watching everybody and he's trying to turn off Batman and he can't. And also, you know, he can't be Batman. He knows that he can't be Batman in that situation. Like watching that sort of like, you know, and I'm, I may be overhyping this one walk down a hallway in a memorial service, but it was such a good performance of Wayne, which un unfortunately we didn't get much of because he didn't want any of that. I like that perspective. I think that's actually a different take than I was uh, would originally think. A, a negative in that, though, is you know, what comes after that right away is he changes into the Batman suit very quickly, and all of a sudden he's there. I was like, okay. <laughs> that happens so many times in this movie. I'm like, where on that bike are you storing this entire suit? <laughs> the Batman's him getting out of that, getting in and out of that Batman suit is truly beautiful because <laughs> like you know good old spidey has it underneath the suit and everything like the same with superman with the phone yeah. book but good batman i mean he's he's got the side compartment but there's no way like all of a sudden he's on a motorcycle See, those boots are bigger than half the bike um the, <laughs> oh, the other performance that I, I really liked the performance i had a problem with how they ultimately ended ended up writing the character was zoe kravitz as mm -hmm. catwoman what frustrated me was they had set her up as a very, very strong character all along. And I think she still was near the end. But when they are on the rooftop, not the rooftop, but when they're near the bat signal and she's about to like kill the guy and Batman's doing his whole like, no, don't shoot. Like you're only that makes you only as good as them and blah, blah, blah. blah. She gets overrun by emotion yeah. and goes after Carmine Falcone. And that frustrates me so much because that is always the shtick in these movies, in any movie, is like the female gets over emotional and makes a bad decision and it's up to the man to stop her. And that frustrated me because they were doing so well with the character that they kind of just 
180 it there for me. Yeah, that that was I mean, there was the moment and then I got over it very quickly. But yeah. there was the moment where it's like, he's my father. And I kind of just went like, fuck, yeah. <laughs> you, you didn't have, like and it's one of those things where, you know, yes, she does get overwhelmed with emotion and we get that same doubt. I'd say that like then there, then she's in the scaffold thing of the flooding and she sort of snaps back into her action move. Now, that's not a part of the same arc as the yeah. Falcone arc. But at the very least, there's something there where um, like she's she's now going to be she's separating herself from Gotham entirely. She's taking the emotion out of the equation. Yeah. And so maybe there's that part of it. But you're right. That was where like, yeah, she's absolutely about to like just murder like several people out of like getting upset when she's like this sly person that didn't get upset for most of it. But she's still, oh, she was great, though. Yeah, Man. she was great. And like I said, I, I liked every performance in this for what it was. I think, you know, Dano, maybe we won't get more of him in the future movies um, if they move on to Joker or if that's a team up or whatever it may be. Um, there's a, a one of the spinoff series on HBO Max is going to be Arkham based. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm wondering if we'll get a little bit more play with any of these characters there. But I liked them. I thought they were all well cast. It's nice to see a younger cast. Jeffrey Wright was great. Jeffrey Wright was um, very good. He's, he's kind of an unsung hero of a lot of movies, I think. And everything that he's in is really phenomenal. I, I guess, you know, this goes... Uh, <laughs> here's where I'm going to piss off a lot of people. Do Why it. did we need this movie? Oh, um, oh, yeah. I said this. I think you and I both talked about this. Like, I still... Yeah. Up until... I mean, I still am, kind of. I mean, I get the, I get the perspective that it's telling more of the detective side. And I like that. I think that was good. Right. But what bothered me um, is that this was kind of a rehash of other stories that we've seen just with different characters and a little bit, you know, not, not even a different tone. It's the dark night kind of repurposed a little bit. Um, and that frustrated me. We always fall into this like corrupt Gotham, devious villain on a killing spree, destroying the city. There's an overall like, you know, big potential destruction of the city scene, which happens here with the floods at the end um, in Gotham City Square or whatever, Gotham Square Garden, um, which was a weird thing. <laughs> I think, yeah, they just said the garden. I'm like, yeah, cool, guys. <laughs> it literally said Gotham Square Garden outside. <laughs> Did it say that at one point? I swear to God, because I was like, <laughs> I want to um, talk about Gotham in a little bit, but for, we're going to do your topic yeah. here, but we'll talk about Gotham in a bit. So I, I guess like that, I, it's the reason is money, right? You're going to, someone comes in with a smart take. They, they say like, Hey, we can do it this direction. We can uh, focus on the like detective noir aspects of Batman a little bit more, which hasn't really been done. I like that. But the stuff that makes me like Batman a lot and like, you know, the action, I love action. I don't think there was a ton of Batman action mm -hmm. here. Oh no. <laughs> and that's kind of frustrating um, because then, I'm looking at like a man, an actor in a cowl and a cape and big boots and all that, and wondering like, how am I supposed to judge this performance against Michael Keaton, against, yeah. uh, well, we're not even going to say George Clooney and Val Kilmer, against Christian <laughs> Bale, against Ben Affleck, who, who had to play both personas, had the action chops, as well as their stunt doubles did. But, you know, like that type of stuff. Um, so I, that's where I've struggled with it a lot. Uh, but at the I, end of the day, like I said, I really like the yeah. movie. I think it's really good. <laughs> I'm excited for what it sets up. Yeah. I want to see how they continue to explore all of this. 
to segue into, I think, like your what you're whatever you're going to say about Gotham because I truly do not know. Um, this was the the dark and grungy Gotham again. Yep. It reminded me of. I know you're not a video game guy, but the Arkham video game series. It very much reminded me of that. Um, and again, like we we've seen this before. <laughs> well, I and so I will say. You're not wrong about any of this. Now, why did we need this or what was the point of this? I mean, I I remember following this entire thing where this movie was going to be a part of the DCEU that took place after Justice League, which was a movie that was going to be directed by Ben Affleck, starring Ben Affleck. And obviously with his and so and the almost the tryout for that was when Ben Affleck was absolutely kicking ass. And I believe Batman versus Superman. Mm -hmm. Um, And that was like, you know, the famous, uh, the favorite scene of everyone who both loved and hated Batman versus Superman. Everyone was like, well, this scene is really dope where he's just kicking ass. Yeah. And some like had the rumors that like, they think Affleck was like, you know, like stepping in a little bit once in a while and being like, Hey, what if I do this as a director? He kind of like was a bit of a, like I, who knows if he did it that actually or not, but it felt like an Affleck movie because he does have that action suspense to him. So everyone's like, all right, let's get this guy behind the camera. Let's get him in front of the camera. Let's give him his own Batman movie because he doesn't have that. Unfortunately, then he suffered from addiction issues and things like that. Now that means that property was left as an open room. Now who knows if that open room was just boarded up and never heard from again, or if that open room was filled in by Reeves and Pattinson. Now, the way it seems like for me, it was filled up by Reeves and Pattinson, because in a way, Pattinson's gonna be a part of this DCEU based on the like um based on the fact that HBO Max series are coming out of this, and based on the fact that um what what am I gonna say? Uh the uh, trailer beforehand that showed uh, Aquaman and Black Lightning and um all of those uh and uh, Wonder Woman and that kind of situation, the flash. Um it seems like this is what it's for. So what was the reasoning for this is that there is an absence of a Batman. And so he's going to be filling that now, but there's I, not. Well, there, there's there not. is, there is, if they're going to create that in the DC more, more of a DC, if DC is like continuing to try to do more justice leagues or like more of an interconnected universe, I should even say, um, where like, cause I, I'm just going by all I'm going by. I'm not going by movie news or like what, what is like been announced or anything like that. Cause yeah, you're right. We don't know anything there, but I'm just going by that trailer where it's like, they had a trailer with a bunch of DC characters talking about movies together, including Pattinson Pattinson's, uh, uh, uh Batman was in there. So I didn't see what you're, uh, what you're referring to. I haven't seen, yeah. but, but look, just to cut in there, we have two other Batmans in play right now. Um, coming up, Michael Keaton is in oh, The Flash well. as well as Batgirl, and then Ben Affleck's Batfleck is in The Flash as well. And then we have this over on the side, which they haven't confirmed is part of the larger DCE. I agree event. with that. I agree with that. They haven't confirmed it. That's so true. That is, that is true. I'm just sort of going off. I guess I'm going off theories. And but in, I guess like, my other question is here, like what? And this is the one of the last things I wanted to say about like the overall direction. How do they bring in some of these other characters? Like everyone's been talking about a Mister Freeze, right? How do you ground a Mister Freeze in this serious, uh, realistic world that they establish? There's also room that Reeves established. There's also rumors that like that green adrenaline shot that Batman takes at the end is similar <laughs> to what Bane uses to like you know, be crazy. So like that's potential. You also have characters like Poison Ivy and stuff yeah. who people love and will want to see. How do they interact 
how does this serious world of Gotham, right, interact with Superman? I how will... does it interact with Aquaman? Because they've kind of grounded themselves here, yeah. which I'm not complaining about. I like yeah. it, oh, but sorry. I don't see it crossing over with what's already been established with other projects. I mean, Peacemaker is probably the only one I could really see. But even Peacemaker bringing <laughs> no, Peacemaker's in... Peacemaker's nuts too, yeah. <laughs> but even Peacemaker bringing in the Flash and Aquaman was so weird to me too. Like, because... But, but it's born out of the Suicide Squad. So they just... I feel like they have so many... They have a scatter shot right now. And I'm looking for the threads like everyone else is. I more so believe that this is going to go the route of the Joker of being like a standalone direction, even though we're getting a joke or two rumoredly or rumoredly. Yeah. Is that a word by rumor? Yeah. Um, and I agree with you. The HBO max series, I think are good too. I think it's also just kind of them being like, let's run with what we have. And if there's a little, if we're strong over here with the Batman and the world that Matt Reeves established, let's play in that sandbox a little bit. We took the strengths and what people liked from the DCEU with, you know, well, the flash i wouldn't say people liked but you know they're they're using it to kind of reset in a little way and maybe this all makes sense after november when the flash comes out but they're <laughs> doubt it they're running in all these different directions i just want to see where they cross over sorry i took that and ran with it i mean i you're you're not wrong about any of it and i, I i'm just sort of thinking like what could happen with this i mean you know in terms of realistic th this is a very grounded movie it's a much more grounded movie than a lot of comic book movies we see but you know i could i i'm i'm hoping to maybe watch this again like in the next couple of months and um in the first time watching it i pointed out like seventeen thousand logical fallacies that were available there so i mean they're not the fantasy fallacies we'd see in a poison ivy mr freeze and uh 10 billion other villains that would be ridiculous but you know i don't know the mr freeze would be he wouldn't be blue like he would be he would be obsessed with a, uh, certain parts of like freezing portions of rooms or something they'd have it you know um they they'd tie it to like this message of climate, climate change. change i'm like i'm <laughs> telling you it would be something like, i mean think about it the riddler is grounded the riddler used to wear a little suit with a bunch of question marks off off of it and like you know float around in the cane then he became somebody that you'd see on january 6th so now it's it, it's 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 become something slightly different Different. but they and, are that is grounded in some of the the comic book arcs that have happened. that's true i this is me not knowing comic books yeah. at all um uh i do want to so i wanted to talk about um gotham and i almost don't remember what i was talking about with gotham can, but I, can I throw one more thing in here real quick while we're talking about where the batman fits and stuff if they're going to incorporate the batman into future justice leagues or whatever and like obviously who knows if they're even going to do another justice league but if they're going to bring the groups together there has to be some explanation for how this Batman replaces Batfleck and how Michael Keaton's Batman is in play. So mm. that's where I struggle that I don't mm -hmm. know that they're going to bring this one in. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like the other two they're playing with and they'll, you know, I, I think Michael Keaton is going to be used to kind of bring up, bring up the next Batman or whatever. I think he's being used to bring up Batgirl. Um, but unless there's an explanation of like this taking place in a different universe, uh, that it's so well it, it is tricky but i will say that you know in the in the vein of the michael keaton batman i mean you know affleck's batman was a batman that like desperately 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 wanted to retire and he's like i want to go to bed please make this all stop yeah. and so i think that that's not uh ben affleck in general but that's just the ben affleck batman he's an old ass bruce wayne 
Um, so yeah, then we get the universes of like, you know, hey, how are the all these guys named Bruce Wayne? And so it's, all right, hit I, me with Gotham because I keep cutting you off there. Now I keep on forgetting what I was going through with that. But um, I mean, I'm just I, I guess I'll say this. I'm happy Gotham was New York again, because um, I feel like uh, for a while, you know, Gotham was either like all out fantasy in the uh, Snyder ones, which, you know, is fine. It's a comic book movie. Cool. Um, and, the, and they had to include Metropolis and all that. Um, or, uh, you know, Gotham was Chicago in the Nolan universes. And then, you know, you go to like Burton and Schumacher and God help us what the hell that was. That was another planet. Um, so it does feel like we had like almost what might be the first sort of like Gotham, New York. And it just I mean, with the exception of like them, like putting ridiculously weirdly obvious futuristic um like billboards on all the buildings i mean t- the times square but then also like at several buildings it was some of like the um like uh, the newspaper place and all that and like <laughs> all throughout where uh, yeah. it was in the sunset i was like this is like it's several different areas we're dealing with like several different like you know kind of areas it's primarily like a new york basis and definitely like you know mainly shot in new york most likely but there's some like parts of this that are like kind of wonderful that um it did feel like once again we talk about the grounded but this had that fanciful thing that like pulled me back a little bit which i kind of wanted to do at times in this thing because otherwise it's just a horrific murder investigation (laughs) yeah (laughs) sorry i didn't know you were done there yeah i'm (laughs) I totally agree. Um, it's I think it's tough when you have so many movies that are grounded in the same type of city to make it look distinct. And Gotham always is dark. So I do recognize that as well, that when I'm talking about, you know, some of the these complaints or whatever, like with Gotham being corrupt and all that, that is that's the story. That's the city. That's how it's written. Um, so uh, I, but I do like what they did here. I thought it was um, it kind of had like a, a Tokyo vibe to it in a way. In my that's what i mean it was like it was uh there's the joke of um uh springfield and the simpsons where it's like several different cities and like they're never actually saying what springfield actually is this felt like the same thing where it's like oh it's mainly new york but oh no it kind of seems like tokyo and then it's like oh no there's hell's kitchen right there <laughs> yes um let's let's talk about matt reeves a little bit more we mentioned them at yeah. the beginning this was just it, it's incredible how you know he he threads the needle with his stories and takes stuff that we've seen before and makes it feel new. Um, you made a comment earlier about there's a lot of different things going on it, like a lot of different story parts of the storyline, uh, certain parts. And I said in my review that it felt over bloated, but that Matt Reeves handles it rather well. Mm-hmm. He's yes, he's an expert at telling complex stories, and I think that's really good. I would like to see him potentially like i mean you you called him a franchise director and yeah i always i can't believe that he's the guy that did cloverfield by the way i always go back to that um but I, he hasn't done a ton no he hasn't and done a i lot. would love that he produces more than anything but i would love to see him take on if he sticks with dc and wants to do another one like give him superman or something or give him one of these to to give us a new take on it because that's one thing that i think the batman accomplished well is it focused on aspects of the character that are often left out uh, and boiled them down to the human level. Um, 
And I think even War of the Planet of the Apes and uh, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes did that. So yes, absolutely. I I look at uh, him. I listened to an interview with him, by the way, on the Big Picture, um, great podcast. But also just like this guy is unbelievable because he did the remake, and we talked about this remake recently to let me in. Yeah. Which, excuse me. It's the remake to let the right one in. It's like how dare you make a remake to this? And apparently he contacted the original director. He's like, listen, I think I have an idea for America way to tell this like mythos in this story. And the director to let the right one in. The original director said. You have you have to do this. You have to do this 100. So then he did that while also like the, these like interloped between like Rise of the Planet of the Apes, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, and then also Cloverfield started to get popular. And so then he was starting to be like, oh man, I'm gonna have an, a lot of attention on me for let me in. People are gonna really come after me for this. Um, it's it is wondrous uh, to think about this person. And you actually brought this up. I was um, where you talked about the, what was the point of this Batman's uh, like, you know, do we need another Batman? That kind of deal. Um, he said that this was a like story. He still didn't see told now it's from a style that we've seen by Batman. Absolutely. Um, but uh, this is like a story. He didn't really see told yet where it's him as, you know, not exactly teenage Batman, but it is him deciding to after he decided to be batman after he was already like established as a batman but you know basically as they're calling it year two um i think is the official comic because there's a year one but they're like informally calling this year two or there's a comic called year two this is where i get way out of my depth (laughs) but regardless this is sort of right after he's like settled in with the uh, job and he's realizing is this actually the job I want? Is this good? Is this like a good thing that I'm doing? Is this going to be, I'm questioning like all of the levels of this. And um, that was sort of when I heard that I was sort of blown away. I was like, Oh yeah, we really haven't gotten that. We've either gotten all the Batman that are like, you know, been doing this for like 10 years or 20 years or like 45 years in bat in uh, Batflex case. Um, or, uh, you know, the people that just started with Nolan and, uh, you know, he's doing Batman begins all the way through there. And, you know, you could argue maybe dark Knight is the closest to this where he's just like, boy, everything <laughs> Batman is really screwing everything up culture wise. Maybe I should step back away from this kind of like level. What did you think age age removed that Batman begins is essentially not the same story, obviously, but similar in terms of the development of Batman. It's a different direction in the development of Batman. I don't think this one is the development of Batman, though. Like, that's what I'm thinking. This one, it's like, you know, he's got it down. Like he's he's got his, you know, it's like, you know, he's 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 settled with it. But now he's just sort of saying, like, after a couple of years in, um, is this actually right? I mean, they they barely even call him Batman. Um, the only one that calls vengeance. him Batman is, uh, yeah, he, he says vengeance, which I even knew that from the trailer and I still like giggled in the theater. <laughs> and then when it was, it was great. And that was like, I think the most important thing is when at the very end, uh, one of the, uh, Riddler, uh, protesters, um, also said I'm vengeance. Um, and, uh, I believe that was supposed to be the guy that he encountered at the memorial, but I couldn't get a good enough face, mm. um, that he had that little monologue to Bruce. Um, but, uh, he said, I'm vengeance. Oh. Yeah, because they did I, focus on that guy for a second, and I was like, um, "Who?" <laughs> I kind of looked, and then like I saw it at the end, I was like, "Well, that would have been a fun turn, but I can't tell because he punched his face into oblivion after having the Wolverine juice." Um, and I, um, I don't know. Like at that point, it was just like, yeah, he sort of reflected. He's like, "Oh boy, I'm kind of like doing the wrong form of vengeance." So should I be vengeance? Should I be this part of like you know, I'm vengeance right now. I'm dressing up as a bat because my parents were killed. And I want to beat up everybody that's ever like you know killed my parents or like. Wait, his parents were killed. There we go. Yeah, I didn't <laughs> <Thank> we <see laughs> <that>. <laughs> Was she wearing pearls? 
<laughs> Reeves literally said, I don't want to do pearls on pavement, <laughs> which is like, I love that. That's like a quick, like, like I don't want to do pearls on pavement. Um, but, and so like, because of that, he's just, he's absolutely like going after that. He's like, oh yeah, maybe this shouldn't be for vengeance. What should this actually be for? And I think he's like, has that reflection to take on and he does. And I sort of love that. Like, we're just, we always do like, what is Batman? No, we know what Batman is. Now let's watch him fight a villain. And in this one, it's like, kind of like, no, wait, what is Batman? Like, what actually is Batman? Should we do this? Now, we could argue that, that like you said, um, that's probably the closest to Batman Begins then. Because, like, you know, what is Batman? What is Batman? But I just feel like in this one, he starts off with the confidence of no or thinking what Batman is. And yeah. he has to, like, discover it himself with a very, very, very detailed journal, which was annoyingly detailed. <laughs> that was weird to me. But, <laughs> and I got to say, the other aspect was the narration that he would pop in with, mm-hmm. like at the beginning, the end. And I don't even know if it happened in the middle. The middle, I was like, okay, where is that? Like, are we getting that? Is that going to continue? Because I could have seen that continuing and it would have been great, but it felt a little misplaced. Um, it's similar in a way, get ready for this connection, to the way that Batman versus Superman handles Superman. It's the whole discussion of him mm-hmm. and the whole premise is like, we have this guy here who has unlimited power yeah. and should he have unlimited power and what is he and who, you know, and that's, and Batman ironically is the one that's like trying to shut him down. Um, but it's, it's, it's a, a larger discussion of the character in the form of, you know, what, what's their purpose and how do we, how do we live in a world with that character? And I would like to see that explored more with, Batman and Gotham. Um, but then also like you can't just look at Batman in a silo down the road. You know, of course we always think about sequels and stuff, right? So it, will he interact with other characters? Is this, are we supposed to just imagine that there aren't other DC characters outside of the ba- Batman pantheon, the bat pantheon, I almost said the <laughs> Batman pantheon. Um, so I, I Again, I'll say, let me say this. I will actually say this about this just to cut it off for a second. Reeves is not like Nolan. So when Nolan made his Batman films, yeah. if anyone ever came up to him and said, hey, want to make a Justice League movie? He probably pulled a gun on them. Like, I think that like Reeves is one that likes to have fun, but will try to keep it grounded as well. Yeah. So he will be someone that would like, you know, be open to the idea of having them interact. Now, then we talk about Pattinson and the other there's where. <laughs> we'll see i guess at the end i just i'm very interested in where it's going um yeah. and i want to see more of this world i like that's one thing that i take away from this i like it um i want to see more i like battinson a lot i want to see battinson <laughs> is that it? you wait no come on that's new that's new i like that that's not Do new that. people call oh, really? battinson. oh man i'm off <laughs> um so yeah so I, i'm very interested to see where that goes um, listen, at the end of the day, we have our own rating scales. You're, uh, you're a teacher, so <laughs> you give letter grade. What did you give this one? So I give this an A, but I, but I, I will be totally honest with you. It took a lot. I really, really thought about a B for a while because you were struggling when I didn't see it posted yesterday. Like early it, was, yesterday. <laughs> it was, it, it took until about nine. I, it was, it was really tough. I really like went back and forth, um, because it, it is that runtime that didn't need to be the way it was. And to I don't know, I shouldn't say complain about runtime because I like I like runtimes if they have like the full story there, that's good. I think that this meandered at times, and you know, this could have been, you know, give me two hour 30, two hour 15. And yeah, I, agree. I think you could have trimmed this puppy down. 
Yeah. For the story it was trying to tell, I didn't think it was necessary for it to mm-hmm. be that long. Um, I've already, of course, gotten into arguments with people that are like, but you loved Zack Snyder's Justice League and it was four hours. I'm like, it was telling a large fucking story. And also, honestly, all of that was pretty damn necessary. That's the one thing. It's like, it was necessary. I mean, they also like helped me out by putting it in chapters. So I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, that's supposed to be there. That's supposed to be there. Well, <laughs> so and they it gave me a guide. Multiple part, like multiple movies at one point too. Like he incorporated <laughs> more shit. Anyway, um, I grade on a one through five scale. Three and above is I liked it. Um, so go to Guy at the Movies on Instagram to see the specific ratings. Um, but I repeat. A three means that I liked it. I gave this a three. People also, have lost their shit. I also do think this film is going to age really well. Yeah. Like, I, I think that. that the people that are not liking it, which, um, once again, is not you, uh, but the people that are not liking it, because um, I've gotten a few comments on that, I think, you know, revisit, boy, in a year maybe, in two, yeah. I think I think there's something about this that it's going to just, re. it's a really nice movie. I'm already ready to revisit it. I think I might, I mean, I've what, it's been... A week and a half since I've seen it. That might be a um, good revisit for you right now. What's up? That might be a good revisit for you right now. Yeah, I might yeah. do that. I was thinking about it anyway. Um, but I I also think that if it doesn't, lead, it's definitely going to get a sequel because money talks. But mm-hmm. if it didn't, I think it would be fine. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, God, yeah. Because it's it would be a great standalone as well. Yeah, there's no, there's no, oh, I mean, with the exception of a Joker in prison, which is just fucking stupid. So, like, let's keep that away. Yeah. But. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Sean, it's been fun. We will this be back great. on uh, Tuesday night live, Wednesday night in uh, Wednesday morning. Sorry, with the podcast <laughs> everywhere. And next week, we'll have a spoiler pod on the latest Veggie Tales entry. See you later.